This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Good evening to you. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we started a theme on Monday, which we're continuing through this week. And that theme is the obedience of faith. And very interestingly, That expression appears in the first chapter in the book of Romans, which Paul wrote. It also appears at the very end of the the book in Romans 16. So I'd like to read those verses. It's verse 5 in chapter 1. Through him we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom you are also called of Jesus Christ. In the New American Standard, we read it this way, through whom you have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles for his namesake. Then at the very close of this book, Romans 16, verses 25 to 27. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which has been kept secret for long ages past, but now is manifested and by the scriptures of the prophets according to the commandment of the eternal Son, has been made known to all the nations, leading to obedience of faith, to the only wise God through Jesus Christ be the glory forever. This, this verse, again, as I said, appears in the beginning of Paul's letter, and is also is the close of his letter. And we need to see, this is a very significant uh, expression, and I really believe when you look at the whole book of Romans, you could see that this, the purpose of the book was that the epistle was written for us and for all the nations to demonstrate what's called the obedience of faith. And Paul also wrote Galatians, and in chapter 2, Verses 20 in Galatians, Paul exhorts us all, that's nations, the Goyim, the Gentiles, and the Jews, to have the faith of the Son of God. Really. And to really see that that faith comes from the life of the Messiah that lives in every born again believer. And for those of you who are not born again, who don't know, the faith of the Son of God and live by your own faith, I encourage you to cry out to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to our Father in heaven, in Yeshua's holy name, in Jesus' name, 
and ask him to impart his grace and his faith as you give him your heart and your life. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So we spoke about this expression, obedience of faith, and pointed out that a true obedience of faith will come from the heart. We even read this in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 13. And it shall be that if you earnestly obey my commandments, which I command you today to love the Lord thy God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, then I will give you the rain for your land in its season. Again, we saw that it's important that not only does it come um, from your heart, but there has to be a willingness to hear and obey. It says in Isaiah 119, if you are willing to and if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. There is a tremendous reward when we live by faith and obey the words and the commandments of God. Again, it must come from the heart and must be uh, not an obligation to you, but a desire to please the Lord. We also pointed out that there needs to be an immediate obedience. We use the example of Abraham, Abram, he wasn't called Abraham as yet, that God called him out of his country and he made a covenant with him. This was a dramatic, dramatic event in Abram's life. And what did he say? He said in verse four in chapter 12, so Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him. Again, there was instant obedience to the word of God. We then spoke about uh, Noah. Again, Noah was living times of uh, disastrous uh, sin going on. Yet it says that Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And God spoke to him about building an ark because the rain was going to be for 40 days and 40 nights. Now, um, what's his name? Noah didn't say, Lord, what's an ark? What do you mean rain? I don't know what rain is. And yet he gave instructions how to build the ark. Uh, a dramatic, dramatic thing. And yet Noah at verse 22 in chapter six says, thus Noah did according to all that God had commanded. So he did. Amazing, June. Faith in the heart leads to obedience to follow and obey the word of God. And the Lord made it very clear, Shelley. I think you have the verses written down where it says in Genesis 12 that all flesh not Genesis 12, was it Genesis 6? 6, yeah. Genesis 6, that all flesh has corrupted their way and that God said he was going to destroy all flesh yes, Lord. off the face of the earth. And what's amazing, it shows us the reason of the incarnation, the reason why God came to earth as man as a baby boy in the flesh, he was the son of man and the son of God. Yes, Lord. And he came as the lamb of God to take away the sin of the world. And the lamb was the offering. A perfect lamb was the offering for sin. And Jesus was the lamb of God. He poured out his life and yes, his blood Lord. to redeem us back and buy us back from the fall that came by one man and he being one man has delivered us yes. and saved us and over 2,000 years later Shelley as Jews 
we can thank our Father in heaven, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and thank Jesus with all of our heart, his Son, and the Holy Spirit for opening up the eyes of our understanding. And may he open up the eyes of our listeners' understanding of eternal life. Yes, yes, yes. You know, in the New Testament, I think of everybody who's written uh, in the New Testament, Paul stands out as an incredible, incredible man. And again, we see something in Paul that showed he was a man of faith who obeyed the word of God. We know that before he became uh, Paul the Apostle, he was Saul the rabbi. He was uh, rounding up Jews who believed in Jesus. He, you know, he, he wanted to put them out of existence. And yet he was on the road to Damascus. And let me read from uh, Acts chapter 9, beginning in verse 3. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for me to kick against the goads. And in verse 6, we read this. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Immediately, such a dramatic conversion, he put the you, what do you, Lord, want me to do? He made himself a servant of the Most High God immediately. And you know, the right kind of obedience is done immediately when we hear from God. So it's a powerful, powerful testimony of of the life of Paul. And he is an amazing, amazing uh, apostle. And he was an amazing rabbi as well, Shelley. He was learned and taught by the best in his time. And he spoke... Uh, Greek, he spoke Hebrew fluently, and as Rabbi Saul, he was putting Jewish believers in Jesus to death by stoning because he believed the rabbis who didn't accept Jesus, who said he was a heretic. And it's so important for us to see this because when Saul brought papers to have Stephen stoned to death, and Stephen gave the testimony as a waiter of the history of our Jewish people and brought out the living God, Yeshua, Jesus, as the Messiah, and they began to stone him to death. We read how Jesus stood up and Stephen saw him, And his face shone like an angel. And that isn't natural. He was being stoned. His flesh that in Genesis 6 says was corrupted, was destroyed. All flesh that his spirit was so alive that it caused Saul, it says, to kick against the pricks. Because Saul feared the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So when he heard the voice and saw the light on the road to Damascus, and he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord replied, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. Oh, what Paul said? No, what what Jesus said. I I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. And he immediately knew 
because he feared God. Yes. He knew his voice. And that's what we need to do. We need to obey God's word. Hallelujah. We yes. need to obey his words. And as an unbeliever and one who persecuted Jews who believed, he became the greatest apostle. He wrote all the most of the epistles and called the book of Romans my gospel. He said that in fact, Jenny, he said that four times in the New Testament. A powerful, powerful testimony of embracing the gospel. And we're going to continue on tomorrow because uh, the life of Paul really is a demonstration of faith in the heart and obedience coming out of the heart and the obedience that's pure, uh, the, the, the obedience that we're talking about must be done instantly. No hemming and whoring, but yes, Lord, I will do it. Father, we thank you for thank who you, you Lord. are, what you've done, what you're doing, and what you will do in the lives of people who are looking for the, 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 the faith that brings about immediate obedience. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784. Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.